new headphone jack and it is not working this morning it is jack you you cannot uh you can't hear me right now i'm guessing that nope she said new headphone oh man i have an old headphone jack i'm gonna have to use but i can't hear myself and i can't hear you you. me now i can hear you okay it's just muffled oh no was the old one broken or is the new yeah, headphones? It happened during our Riley Smith interview. Oh, I went yeah. to plug in in there and it just like broke off. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I used a, another headphone jack from my a pair of headphones. I have a backup pair in the office. And um, I didn't like them because it wasn't um, a screw on headphone jack. Yeah, it's so, nice and tight in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I ordered a screw, two screw on ones and they are not working. Well, this one doesn't even screw. Now, in. think of the oh headphones that gosh, you use for your just not for your your Sorry, iPhone. You plug you. your iPhone. You plug in. Uh, uh, how was your weekend? That was good. Okay, backup <laughs> one works. Backup one works. Um, I'm gonna be returning these later. I'll just today. let it go. Uh, what's that? Oh, you can hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, when you, when you couldn't hear me, I was telling, I was saying something, you kept talking, I'll just stop. It was oh, funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. Weekend, uh, weekend was really nice. Friday night, uh, we went out to dinner. Uh, we had a great dinner on Friday night. And then Saturday, Laura is in Orlando right now for, for a work trip. So she left on Saturday afternoon. So Saturday, did some car stuff Saturday morning, went to the gym, hung out with a buddy. And then Sunday, kind of a busier week. So Sunday, I just spent most of the day Sunday just getting ready for the week. So I'm not stuck behind the eight ball this week. And um, it, was a, it was a nice day. Watched a little wrestling last night. There was a big pay-per-view. So I caught some of that. It was a it was a nice, relaxing weekend. How about you? It was a good weekend here, too. Yeah, just uh, relax this weekend. Went out to dinner on Friday. And yeah, just had a nice uh, uh, weekend of binging a bunch of shows and, and hanging out and just kind of... Uh, just relaxing from this past week it was kind of a crazy one for us so we just uh stayed at home and uh chilled out it was nice did you do any, any outdoor activities or hang out by the pool or just kind of just just chilled and relaxed and watched some shows and stuff yep just that yeah we didn't do anything outdoors really uh we just uh watched i binged the whole season of stranger things i caught up on some other shows uh slept in a lot and mm. just kind of napped it was uh, i kind of needed that it was a very it was a very exciting week uh, for us, so we were all just really kind of beat, basically. For each, I love. I did three naps on Sunday. I woke up, did some did some work stuff, and played with the dogs. Came inside, started watching a show on TV. And this was probably seven thirty or so, and I took like a fifteen twenty minute nap around seven thirty. And then when I got home from the gym, had lunch, I napped again. About fifteen twenty minutes was so nice. And then later on in the afternoon, I was sitting out by the pool, just reading some magazines, enjoying myself. Passed out by the pool for another twenty minutes. I did three naps on Sunday, and it was glorious. Sometimes that's what your body is asking for, you know, just telling you it's time to slow down. Oh, yeah, I felt so good. <laughs> yeah, well, we hope you guys are ready for a great week. We have a lot going on this morning. So happy to be back and can't wait to uh, get to the show this morning. Let's start it right now. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton? To party by the Venga Boys. Like 
Or do you want to hear Steady As She Goes by the Tours? Steady As She choices. All you got to do is get your votes in now. You can do that a couple of ways. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. When it comes to attacking Pete Davidson, Kanye West has been pretty calm for the past month, but this this might trigger something. Pete Davidson went into stepdad mode during his day out with Kim Kardashian and Kanye's six-year-old Saint. They went out shopping at the Grove in L.A., and Pete was photographed holding Saint's hand. They had lunch at the Cheesecake Factory. Saint was even wearing a bucket hat that Pete bought him earlier that day from a kiosk there while they were shopping. So looks like things are getting kind of serious between Pete and uh, their kids and everything. Kanye, I remember a couple months ago, he had an issue with Pete even hanging out with his kids. I mean, do you just want your kid to be able to run free? I, I don't care who's holding their hand as long as someone's watching my child and they buy him a hat. So what? What's yeah. the big deal? See some happiness there, right? So The Rock just earned a Son of the Year award over the weekend. He surprised his 73-year-old mom with a new home. He had been working with the design team for eight weeks to get it ready. Now, The Rock says, I always say if you got a good mom, then you got a good shot at becoming a good, caring human being. The Rock shared videos of his mom entering the home for the first time. In the family room, he displayed vintage ukuleles and old pictures of their ancestors. He even made her a SmackDown room filled with her collection of his memorabilia, like WWE Championship belts, University of Miami game balls, and posters. So The Rock bought his mom a new home. That was nice. I think that's a lot of kids' goals to be able to do something like that for their parents. Do something huge like that. He's always buying people's cars, too. That's his big thing. He buys people, surprises them with cars. Let's talk about the number one album in the country, it still belongs to Harry Styles. Harry's house is still number one on the charts. That's two weeks in a row. Now here's something that I'll take you back to the 80s. Def Leppard's new album, Diamond Star Halos, debuted at number 10. This, that's the band's eighth top 10 album. Their first top 10 album was back in 1983. So an 80s flashback sitting in the top 10 when it comes to albums right now in the country. Yeah, man. It's just uh, doing so great. It's such a good album. Um, let's talk about your BTS that comes out on Friday. It's pretty safe to say that Harry Styles will not be number one next week. Yeah, there's a good chance of that happening. Top Gun Maverick had another massive weekend at the box, box office. It took in $86 million. Now, this is the... This is the smallest decline ever for a movie opening domestically to $100 million or more. So the first week, it had over $100 million. Week two, it drops to $86 million. It was down 32%. But in the movie world, that's a very small drop. Yeah, really. That's, uh, wow, that's huge. Now, Top Gun Maverick has earned an estimated $292 million in North America, and that is now Tom Cruise's biggest movie ever. The original Top Gun took in $181 million. Did you catch any movies over the weekend? Um, no, I did not. I did not watch any movies. Like I said, I just binged Stranger Things, and that was kind of like watching a, a, like three movies. It was really good, though. Seven episodes, right? Yeah. How was it? 
Excellent. Excellent. Loved it. Can't wait for the final episodes on July 1st. It was really, really good. Now, Top Gun, the new one, is two hours and 11 minutes. But Mental Floss put together a list of the 50 best movies that are three or more hours long. It's interesting, too, because I know one that we all loved was Avengers Endgame. That ranked at number 16. So the top five, tell me if you've seen any of these movies. The Leopard, that came out in 1963. Never heard of it. Schindler's List, 1993. Saw it, loved it. Fanny and Alexander, which came out in 1982. Never heard of it. That movie has a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. OJ, Made in America, came out in 2016. I don't know if I ever watched that. I don't think I did. Was that the David Schwimmer one where he played um, Kardashian or was that a uh, oh. documentary? Remember that? That uh. was a couple years ago and just Travolta was in it too? Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm, number one on this list, longest movie over three hours, Seven Samurai from 1954. <laughs> Definitely never saw that. <laughs> so you did see Avengers Endgame, right? Yeah, I did. I Th- love that movie. That's number 16. Titanic was over three hours. That movie ranked at number 35. The Green Mile, over three hours long. That ranked at number 50. You mentioned a few weeks ago debating on having your girls watch The Green Mile. Did they ever watch it? No, we never watched it. We've uh, I, Too many new shows came out that we've been into, but um, I do want to get to that one. I just... Uh, I worry that it's a little too graphic, but I don't know. Maybe they're getting older. Uh, who knows? But there's also, like you said, there's a lot of great TV out there right yeah. now. Now we'll have more Dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1638. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Monday, June 6th. Welcome back from the weekend. Hopefully you guys had a good one. We are glad to be back. A lot coming up this morning, this week. And a beautiful morning out there. How you doing? Good. It was interesting on Saturday. So Laura's flying to Orlando. She leaves the house, goes to the airport and doing some errands. And I get a call from her. So I'm like, oh, something's going on. Is her flight delayed? And she's on the plane and she tells me that she has a weird feeling about the flight. She goes, there's something about this flight. I don't know. I'm just really anxious. I feel really weird. I'm thinking about getting off. And it's like, oh, boy, what do, you, what do you do in that situation when you have that, that gut feeling? And so I said to her, I'm like, listen, it was we had kind of a late night on Friday night and had a couple of drinks and a lot of food. I'm like, there's a little bit of hangover going on. You had a busy week. I think it's just anxiety in general. I think you're going to be okay. And she kept going on how she just has this weird feeling. And then I said to her, I'm like, well, if you want to get off the flight, get off the flight. We'll take another one. Fly out tomorrow. I can't. I'm like, what do you want me to do? And she says, I want you to, to calm me down, not feed into my fear. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, things are going to be okay. You fly all the time. You're just nervous for whatever reason. Maybe it's it's a long week. And so she ended up flying. Everything was okay. But when you have that gut feeling, do you follow it? Or because a lot goes into getting off a flight and then jump on another flight, rebooking. You have conferences to attend. What would you do in that situation? I would have just, yeah, probably stayed on. I mean, I I don't know. I I guess she was just looking for some positive reassurance from you. Um, That's never happened to me before. That's hard to say. Uh, Maybe she just wanted to hear your voice, and that was her way of of doing it. Um, But if you have a bad feeling, I don't want to tell anyone not to act on it. So I don't know. It's just that's that's kind of interesting. There's a weird, you hear those stories 
years where people had that, that bad feeling about a flight and they get off and something happened and, and they just follow their intuition. And I think it just was. It was just anxiety. It was a long week. Like I said, late night Friday. It was yeah. just all adding up. But when I told her, I'm like, get off the plane. That's what she said. She's like, I kind of just wanted you to build my confidence up and tell me everything's going to be okay because I'm going to stay on the flight. And so ended up doing that. She flew out. Everything was fantastic. But it was just a weird call to get right before she's about to take off. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that, yeah. I think maybe it was just like maybe she was realizing she wasn't going to see you and this is a good way for me to hear his voice one last time or, or something like that. But uh, I'm glad to hear that she got there safe and, and she was wrong on that. Yes. <laughs> and the whole time, I have now anxiety. I'm like watching her flight. She's flying to Orlando. I'm like, okay, she's up in the air. She's texting me from the plane. Everything is good. She's landed. Yes, she's no, there. Nothing's All's wrong well. there. That's good to know. Yeah, for sure. That's that's funny. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good. It was good. This week, this morning, uh, it was kind of weird. I got a message on my ring doorbell as I'm getting ready mm. that there is motion detected on my front porch and i'm like at this time it's like four i think it was like 4 30 or 4 40 um and i'm like what so i look and i figure maybe it's just a bird that's happened before a bird has set it off but then i look on the the thing and i see a human body and get out of like here a, a person on the porch and i'm like what the heck so I look at I, I that was just on my watch. I just saw the screenshot of it, and that's all it shows on your on your watch on my Apple Watch. So then I go to the app on my phone so I can actually watch the video. It was an Amazon delivery at four in the four <laughs> o'clock hour. I was like, "What are they doing out so early?" He just the guy walks up, drops off the package, scans it that it made it, and walks away. I'm like. You're kidding me. And then I thought about it. I'm like, well, it's going to be hot today. Maybe they're just trying to get an early start on stuff. But I've never had a four o'clock hour delivery for an Amazon package in my life. Do they deliver 24 7? Because I've seen the late night windows from 7 to 11 or 10 p.m. to midnight and the super early ones starting at 5 to whatever. I think they might have overnight options now. And you maybe you click that by accident or maybe just early on his route? No, this is just something my husband bought uh, like two days ago. And it wasn't there was uh, I mean, it, we are prime members. Uh-huh. So maybe they gave us that. But there was nothing that it was. It wasn't even an item we needed here until, you know, another month or two. So we were, were I was just like, wow. So I felt bad because I had to open the door which triggered more motion, which my husband's going to get the <laughs> notification on that one, that me getting the package, he's probably like, what is happening? Plus, the, you know, the the alarm door, front door open. He's probably like, what is happening? <laughs> Going back a couple weeks ago, you had that little girl that came up to your house and left, rang the doorbell, left that fan or whatever she did and ran off. Did you ever get a follow-up on that girl? I uh, didn't, but I did see little remnants of other notes that were left on other pieces of paper because it was or on other porches because it was very windy a couple days after that. And I she I think she left them on a bunch of people's doors as just a a nice thing to do uh, because I did not see I did not see anyone else. Uh, complaining about her so i'm not sure i was so interesting that little girl that came up to your house those ring doorbells man they catch everything out oh there. i love them they were so great <laughs> except you know when you get startled at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning like what is yeah. happening let's talk about today's show so nine o'clock hour there's tickets for you to see panic at the disco this is winning before you can buy them they go on sale wednesday we've got your tickets at nine 
40. It's Monday. I love this game. Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $1,300 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers. Can you identify a song faster than Mercedes? We do it at 7 a.m. You're on our, You're on fire, Mercedes. How are you feeling this morning? I feel... Uh, I'll be honest. I don't feel great this morning. Right. So I think that you're going to be able to beat me today. Let's just... Uh, I'll just put it that way. We'll find out at 7 a.m. You could win a huge prize, and it's just fun to play along as well. And then up here in about 15 minutes with that early edition of Heads Up, tickets for you to the Panic Escape Room over at the Grand Canal Shops. And before that, we have What's Trending. What do you got for us? The MTV Movie and TV Awards were last night. We're going to tell you about some of the big winners. Mariah Carey is getting sued. And if you think people are unattractive, it could be because of this. That's coming up next in What's Trending. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We have Heads Up coming up here in less than five minutes. And when you win it, you get a pair of tickets to Panic Escape Room. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. MTV Awards are trending this morning. Spider-Man, No Way Home, and Euphoria. They were the big winners at last night's MTV Movie and TV Awards. They won Best Movie and Best Show, respectively. While Tom Holland won Best Performance in a Movie and Zendaya. Zendaya won Best Performance in a Show. So that was cute. They both won. Euphoria also won Best Fight and the Here for the Hookup Award. Jack Black was named Comedic Genius. And Jennifer Lopez, she won the Generation Award. Let's get some uh, audio from that. Here's Jennifer Lopez accepting her Generation Award. She was very uh, emotional last night when she won. I want to thank the people who gave me joy and the ones who broke my heart. The ones who were true and the ones who lied to me. I want to thank true love and I want to thank the way that I lied to myself because that's how I knew that I had to grow. And then here is Jack Black accepting the Comedic Genius Award. Comedic Genius? Come on, are you kidding? For what? School of Rock, Jumanji, Kung Fu Panda. Goosebumps, Nacho Libre, Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. My sweet dance moves on TikTok. What are we talking about? It's ridiculous. (laughs) Now, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, she was last night's host and she opened the uh, MTV Movie and TV Awards with uh, just watching things on her phone. Now, look, I watch almost everything on my phone. I'll admit it has turned tonight while I scrolled on TikTok. Am I proud of it? No. Would I do it again? Absolutely. At least it doesn't ask me if I'm still watching. I'm always still watching. She was just like fire with her outfits. Oh my gosh. She had so many outfit changes. I didn't really watch, but afterwards I went back and kind of looked at some of the big moments and she, uh, I loved her choice of outfits for, for the night. She just kept changing and everyone was better than the one before. Was there something that happened with her tribute to Elvis last night? I didn't, I didn't catch the show. I just saw some headline this morning about there was a tribute to Elvis that people were in uproar about last night. Ooh, I don't know. Was it just bad? I think it was just a bad performance, or I don't know what went down. Like, I didn't see. I completely forgot this was on last night until you, you brought everything up and what's trending this morning. I'm like, oh, yeah, those went down last night. Yeah, I just uh, was out of the social media mm-hmm. posts and, and the red carpet. But, yeah, I don't know anything about that. I can look into it. Uh, but I, that that's the first I've heard of that. You called it with Euphoria on Friday. That show was a big show this past year. We in our Ted Lasso and Yellowstone. 
Ghost Dog? Where were they? Mm. Yeah, well, I think we both collectively uh, realized that what audience the show is catering to, and yep. yeah, Euphoria <laughs> was kind of a sure bet on that one. Also trending this morning, Mariah Carey is trending. The singer is being sued for $20 million over alleged copyright infringement for her song, All I Want for Christmas is You. So I guess a guy named Andy Stone of... Vince Vance in the Valiants says that he co-wrote a song with the same title five years earlier, and he is seeking $20 million in damages, even though the songs have different lyrics and melodies. It's because they have the same title. He says his version of the song received extensive airplay during the 1993 Christmas season and even began making appearances on the Billboard charts. But he claims that she and Sony never sought or obtained permission for the use of the title All I Want for Christmas is You and that uh, Stone never gave permission, consent or a license to use the title. The song's been streamed at least one billion times, Mariah's version on Spotify. (laughs) And as of 2017, it's earned uh, 60 million dollars in royalties so far mariah has not responded to the lawsuit why wait if that's the case why wait this long some 30 years after the fact almost to file a lawsuit it's not like you just heard about the song and i was looking this morning and there are a bunch of songs that have the title All I Want for Christmas is You. Is he going to go after all of them? That's a good point, yeah. There's or, a lot of songs that have the same title. Yeah, I think maybe just maybe because Mariah's version is the most popular, that that just looks like a very appealing target. So it'll be interesting to see how she responds to that. Did you remember hearing that back in 93? Never heard of it. Yeah. Do you even know Stone Vince Vance and the Valiants? Was that, were they a thing back then? I have no idea who that is. This is my literally the first time <laughs> hearing about it. And then finally this morning Sleep is trending. So a new study says lack of sleep can make other people look less attractive to you. It's kind of the opposite of beer goggles, really. Not getting enough sleep alters the way we see others and not in a good way. So if you see someone and you're like, they're not very attractive, think about how much sleep you got. That might have something to do with it. The researchers explain that sleep deprivation seems to cause people to spend less time fixating on others' faces. And this, in turn, has a detrimental effect on the way we perceive others. Well, we're sleep deprived. So imagine if we were not sleep deprived, what the world would look like to us. Oh, man, I... uh, I think everything would be so beautiful, but I already think everything is beautiful. So yeah. I just, it makes me think, wow, this will be on a level I've never experienced before. And that's what's trending. Here we go. We want caller 20 right now. The number 702-364-9400. Your caller 20. You get to play heads up. We got a cool prize for you. Yeah, we have a pair of tickets to the Panic, Pan IQ. Is it? I think it's Panic, but it's spelled P-A-N-I-Q. The Panic Escape Room, uh, along with two free drink tickets. It's located in the Grand Canal shops at the Venetian. And if escape rooms are your thing, you'll definitely want to try for these. We have your tickets right now. Caller 20. You get to pick your cat, your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1. It's 636. Yeah, go easy on me this morning because I am all turned around. What is happening? It's like it's 636. I uh, my sleep got messed 
up this weekend and I blame it on my sleeping pattern. So typically I go to bed at like 10 o'clock at night, 1030 sometimes. And it it works for me. It just it's not a lot of sleep, but that's just what I'm used to. But over the weekend on Friday, both Friday and Saturday night, I didn't go to bed till one o'clock in the morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. It totally threw me off. Mercedes, two nights in a row? In a row. And so last night, as I'm going to bed, I can't fall asleep. So this morning, I'm so tired. I'm so just like turned around. I really messed up my sleeping pattern over the weekend and like some things get more difficult as you get older staying up late is one of them for me I cannot I I was so miserable after like 11 p.m. I was just like uh I was so (laughs) miserable I can't stay up late it's like once I passed once I passed 30 or 35 and I got set in my sleeping patterns anything after midnight is just misery for me complete and total misery <laughs> now was there alcohol involved in either one of these nights on Friday night yes mm. not on Saturday night though so Friday night we went out to dinner and we had a great time we went out with some friends and we 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 had a couple of bottles of wine then we went to a bar afterwards like we were it was, we were celebrating and so it was a lot of fun and before I knew it I look at the clock and it's it's like 1215. I'm like, no wonder I feel terrible because I at that point I was just like dragging. I'm like and I had been up since, you know, 330 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I didn't take any sort of a nap or anything. And so I was just like, no wonder I feel terrible. So we get home by the time I shower and get in bed. It's it's one one a.m. I'm just like, I have not stayed up this late in a really long time. This is really no wonder I feel terrible. The next night we started binge watching um, Stranger Things, the new season, and we were watching it all day. And the last episode we started at like 1030 p.m. And my husband even said, are you up for this? And I'm like, I'm really not. But I could tell he wanted to watch it. I was ready for bed. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. So I'm just trying so hard to stay awake and watch it. And like my daughters are explaining things to me and I'm just like, I just felt terrible. So by the time it was over, it was like 1230 again. Then when I, by the time I showered and everything, <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, oh, what gets what gets more difficult as you get older? 702-364-9400. I cannot stay up past 1130 without feeling miserable. I, I'm right there with you on that sleep thing. I can't tell you the last that I stayed up past 1130. We did the same thing on Friday, went out to dinner. I had two glasses of wine on Friday night. Two glasses of wine. And we go out to dinner on Friday nights. We eat a lot. And normally during the week, we're not big meal eaters. But Friday night, we like kings and queens. We go to town on Friday night. And it's so good. But waking up Saturday morning, a little bit of a hangover from the two glasses of wine. But I also had a food hangover. And I was feeling it all day Saturday. Just full all day long. And thinking about it, one is the alcohol. I can't hold my alcohol as well as I could when I was younger. I can still have a couple drinks and everything, but I feel it the next day. But also, too, eating a huge, huge meal. Normally, I'd wake up the next morning, we start to digest, I would be good. I was full all day Saturday. Yeah, that's uh, those big meals. I have to pace myself. I just, I can't, especially when people want to eat late, when they make dinner, dinner reservations at like 7.30 or oh. 8. I'm like... I can't eat that late. I'm sorry. I can't do that. I, it has to be the latest I'll go is 630. That's the latest. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm right there with you on those dinners. I can't do that. I can't, can't go to stay up late. 
can't can't handle the hangovers, food, or alcohol, and can't eat late. <laughs> That's what happens when you when you pass a certain age. Oh my goodness! And then that Stranger Things, that last episode, that was about two hours, wasn't it? Not? It was a longer it one. Was isn't it was so long. It was like a movie, and it was great. I was just so tired, and I even told my husband, "Like, I think I got to go back and watch the end." Because I just started tuning out. I was so exhausted at that point. (laughs) Well, it's Monday. It's the start of a brand new week. So here we go. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Well, does women, does, does, ladies, does your makeup use affect your insecurities or do your insecurities affect your makeup use? We're going to talk about that. Also, what are the most common items that people leave in their Ubers and A Disneyland Paris employee completely ruins a guy's marriage proposal. Wait until you hear what happened. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Women, self-esteem, and the use of makeup. Is that makeup covering up our insecurities? Well, makeup usage has been linked to both low and high self-esteem in research. While women with low self-esteem may use it to cover up insecurities, women with high self-esteem may be using it to attract attention. A recent study explored the relationship between the two, um, and they found that, you know, well, general self-esteem refers to how a person feels about themselves, while social self-esteem is how a person feels about themselves in social interactions. So social comparison can have a negative impact on your general self-esteem, if that makes any sense. So researchers... Um, used a sample of women between 18 and 75 years old. So big range of ages here. And the results showed almost half of the participants spent less than five minutes a day on makeup. And participants with higher general self-esteem spent less money on makeup, while people with higher social self-esteem spent more money on makeup. So basically, the people who had good self-esteem just generally, they didn't feel the need to to spend a lot on makeup or wear a lot of makeup. But the social self-esteem, if you feel good in social interactions, you feel good around people, you feel you have high self-esteem around others. Those people are wearing more makeup. (laughs) So (laughs) participants who are more appearance oriented use makeup more often and spend more time on it. Overall, the study suggested that women with greater self-esteem associated with social interactions would pretty much attribute higher importance to their appearance, resulting in more makeup usage. So if you're hanging out by yourself and you have high self-esteem, that's an eternal game. Your self-esteem is really high, but what you get out in that social setting starts to become more of an external thing versus that internal self-esteem. I, th- I feel like when when people are really good in social settings, when they're just like talking and they just they seem so confident, those are the ones that they're talking about, mm-hmm. that they have the high social self-esteem. Like, I think my general self-esteem is good, but socially, it, I, I sometimes I just 
crumble. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. it just depends on the group I'm mm-hmm. with, really. So I just thought that was interesting. It's like it could go both ways with your self-esteem, but there's two kinds of self-esteem out there. I heard something in regards to beauty, makeup, makeup and beauty products for men and women. If we if everyone in the world would stop would stop an entire week buying beauty products, they're saying it would send the beauty world into like economical crisis. Because that's how much money we spend on beauty products, men and women. For an entire week, you stop an entire week, it's going to spend, send the industry in a tailspin. That's how much we depend on beauty products. Yikes. I mean, I don't know that I want to do that. <laughs> the economy, you know, we're all, we already have our challenges as it is. Let's not try this. <laughs> also this morning, have you ever left something behind in an Uber? You're definitely not the only one. It happens constantly. For some drivers, it's, it's a surprise if they can get through a day without out adding to the lost and found uber released a list of the 10 things that people leave behind the most during the past year and i'm betting you can guess number one cell phones Mm -hmm. cell phones number one wallets keys backpacks and purses headphones and speakers those are your top five followed by glasses clothes vapes jewelry and ids and passports uber also shared some of the weird things that people have left behind over the past year They include um, a pizza costume, 500 grams of caviar, a box of unicorn band-aids, an employee of the month plaque, a breathalyzer, and a power washer. What's the weirdest thing you ever left behind in in an Uber? I, that's th- those are kind of odd. Yeah, power wash. You probably put it in the trunk of the car. You would think you would remember to get that out. For us, it was we did dinner. And it was a Friday night. Gosh, a while back, and we did an Uber to the restaurant. So we know it was going to be a big night, and we wanted lunch and food for the next day. So we got a big to go order. Got it. Get in the Uber. Go home. Do our thing. Wake up the next day. Open the fridge. Like, oh, we got a good lunch today. Open the fridge. Ah. Oh. <sighs> Left it? Left it in the Uber. Oh, no. Left it in the Uber the night before. Yikes. I bet they were finding that the next day. It was like it was sushi, too. So oh, hopefully they did find it. Yeah. If not, did they go in the car the next day? Check your Uber rating. Yeah. If it's low, now you know why. <laughs> uh, finally, this morning, Disney parks will not let you just hop up on an outdoor stage, even if it's empty. We know this because one of their employees just enforced the rule in the middle of someone's proposal so a guy at disneyland paris took his girlfriend up onto a stage in front of sleeping beauty's castle and got down on one knee it was really beautiful but right in the middle of it an employee in mickey mouse ears sprinted on stage ran in between them snagged the ring out of the guy's hand and told them to get down their friend posted a video of it on Reddit. you got to see it. We'll post it on our Facebook page. He claims the guy who proposed asked for permission first. He asked a different employee if it was okay, and she said, go for it. Near the end of the video, you can see him point at someone off camera and say she said it was okay. Then the Mickey Mouse guy tells him proposing in front of the stage will be even better. But obviously, the moment was completely ruined by then. Disney had to put out a statement about it. They said that they have apologized to the couple. They regret how it was handled, and they have offered to make it right. I saw the video this weekend, and I I feel bad for that couple. I know the guy was doing his job. He's supposed to keep people out of there. But if he would have just waited, the guy was already starting the proposal. He was down on his knee. The ring was out. If you're just wait, 
Wait until it's over. It already started. Don't ruin that moment for them. This is my opinion. You could have scolded them after yes. and, and told them not to go up there. But, like, he took the ring out of his hands. <laughs> it was awful. I am, like, totally team couple on this yeah. one. It was so rude. And then he was, say, he was even saying to her, it'll be just as special over here. No, the moment's gone. No, like, she knows now. <laughs> it's not like I can redo that. Wow. All right, here we go. It's time to win big. It is B Mercedes on Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $1,300 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. Can you identify a song faster than Mercedes? I didn't realize we were up to $1,300 on this one, and this is exciting. All you got to do, yeah, is try to guess the song in a faster time than I do it. I step out. I give you your chance first. I don't know what the song is. I don't know how long it takes you, and I just come in and guess it as fast as I can. So call her 20 right now, 702-364-9400. Let's go head-to-head on this one. You can do it. You can beat me. I know you can. This is your diamond pendant from Michael <laughs> Minden Diamond Jewelers. We like to do a little test run to so see how the game works between Mercedes and Steph. So, Mercedes, if you will, please take off your headphones, and we'll bring in Steph here. Hey, Steph. Hey, good morning. How you doing this morning? It's nice to chat with you. I'm great. Thank you for asking. How are you? Good, good. So, I'll start the song. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. You've got five seconds to give us the artist and title. You can't hem and haul. You okay. go past five seconds, from you're disqualified. And you got a max time of 20 seconds to identify the song. So after I say got it, I have five seconds to correctly identify song, title, and artist. Yep. And 20 seconds, you'll let me hear the song. That's right. Okay. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. You start now. Got it. Go on. Charlie Puth, light switch. You are correct. <laughs> and you did it in 2.4 seconds. <laughs> this might be beat Steph come next week. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I like the, the trial round. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'll wave Mercedes in over here. Here comes Mercedes. Headphones back on. That was fast. Yeah. That's faster than usual. I'm concerned. All right, Mercedes, I mm. will start the song, start the clock. I'm soon literally as... just going to say got it. As <laughs> soon as you know it. Say got it. You have five seconds to give us that answer, by the way. Okay. And we set some clocks here. It and it starts now. Got it. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. Are you serious? No. I say got it too fast. Mercedes in five, four, three, I don't know. Two. <gasps> no! Steph! No! Steph. I, I was just concerned of, beat, of beating her. I didn't give myself enough time. You stopped the clock with 0.8 tenths of a second. I have no clue. I have no clue. Well, Steph got it right with Charlie Puth's light switch, and she did it in 2.4 seconds. Oh, shoot. I should have given myself a little more time. It's that intro, Uh-oh. that buildup. I, 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 I could not even tell from that short snippet. I was just concerned with beating her. Oh, wow. Well, so, you, congratulations, Steph. You thank won. you. I like this trial round winning only. Not, nothing, nothing serious well i mean does that is that a reflection of what's going to happen here today i mean obviously i'm i'm beatable people have been saying oh there's no way i'll ever to be be able to beat you no that is not true i just got beat it's like a preseason you just went 0 and 5 in your preseason how are you doing the regular season oh. caller 20s playing 702-364-9400 are we ready to win on Minden Mondays, it is 7.01, and it is time for Beat Mercedes. Can you guess a song faster than I can do it? We have our contestant on the line. It is Jay. Good morning, Jay. 
Good morning. Are I you? am so nervous oh. because you are so good at this. No, hey, I just got beat by Steph. I, I think we should change the name of this uh, this uh, game to Beat Steph, don't you think? We were at, I was asking that question when you had your headphones off. I said, what happened, Steph, if you beat Mercedes? She doesn't want that. She doesn't want that pressure. She does not want that pressure. Well, it just shows that I am beatable, Jay. And I think today is your day. All you got to do is guess the song faster than me. So up for grabs, a $1,300 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. I am going to step out and I am wishing you the best of luck. Okay. 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 Thank See you, you so later. Bye bye. Right. Okay. Bye. Mercedes is out. I'm gonna bring Steph in. Turn that off. Jay, how you, you feeling? Confident this morning? What's your music knowledge on a scale of one to ten? What's your music knowledge? Well, I'm pretty also. I'm hoping it's a song from the '90s or some kind of alternative something. Okay, perfect. Yeah, there is no there is no limit when it comes to music. We've done '70s. We've done every single decade. So we will see what song it is. Uh, well, I'm going to give you some test audio. This is not the actual song. I just want to make sure you can hear everything okay. Let me know you can hear this music that's playing. All right? Here's a little sample audio. I can hear it. You can hear it. Okay, so everything is working just fine. I'll bring in Steph here. I'm going to start the song. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. I'll stop the clock. You'll have five seconds to identify it correctly by artist and title, okay? All right. Hit reset on a couple of things. Steph, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. I, I get nervous, too. I know. I don't know why I get so nervous. No, I, he got I'm this. so nervous. My heart is pounding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all calm our nerves. Calm our nerves. Okay, so hit reset on the clock. And, Jay, your song starts now. It's um, got it. All right. Give us the artist and title of that song, Jay. It is Where Have All the Cowboys Gone by some lady whose name starts with a S or a P. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. I think she used to be on Lilith's Fair Tours and stuff. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. Her name is Preston Spence. You do have the correct title. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's been too late. Yeah. Longer than five seconds. I understand. Seconds. Oh, my God. So it was, close. It was so much. It was, it was Paula Cole. Paula Cole is the artist. Oh, I never would have got it. Total Lilith Fair. You're spot on with yeah. that. I'm going with Lilith Fair. Jay, hold on one second. Let me bring Mercedes back in here. And let's see. Maybe she can't beat you. We'll see what happens. Hold on one second. I'll put Jay on hold. Let me push some buttons here and bring Mercedes back in. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> Hello. Hey, hey, hey. I saw some laughter yeah. going on in there. <laughs> a lot of laughter on oh, that one. Oh, boy. So, Mercedes, oh. I'll start the song. As soon as you know it, say, got it. I'll stop the clock and identify it by artist and title, all right? Okay. Hit some buttons here, and you start now. Got it. All right. Paula Cole, mm-hmm. where have all the cowboys gone? Mercedes, you are correct. Ah. Oh. But, <laughs> but so Mercedes, you did it in one point seven seconds. Okay, Jay, who he said he's a master of music from the nineties. Oh boy! Stop the clock in fourteen point five seconds. He had the song, but not the artist. So Mercedes, once again, oh. you are victorious. Oh. Well, yay for me! Oh, bad for. Jay, I was really bullied for you. Jay, thank you for playing. We appreciate no you, you trying. You. I'm so sorry. That means 
the jackpot increases $1,400 from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Your $1,400 diamond pendant up for grabs next Monday. Wow. Jaden, he knew the song. He said, all oh, the artists. She's been on Lilith Fair. Her first name starts with a P, and he just he just couldn't grasp it. He knew. Yeah. Oh, that breaks my heart. Oh, my gosh. I want someone to win. I really do. Now, speaking of great artists from the 90s, Melissa Etheridge will be here in Las Vegas in August, and you're going to be at that concert because we have your tickets coming up here in just about 15 minutes. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Here's a heads up coming up right at the end uh, at the end of the dirt. Your tickets to go see Melissa Etheridge. She'll be here in August. We have your tickets coming up at the end of the dirt. So every Stranger Things fan knows the character Will has had some tough times. But now it just got a, a bit more sad. No spoilers here. Just a funny story. Things get worse for Will because everyone forgot his birthday, including the creators, the Duffer Brothers. So basically in season two, Joyce, Winona Ryder, his mom, reminds Will that his birthday is March 22nd. Then in season four, during a scene with Eleven in a roller skating rink, the date in the corner of the video recorder shows March 22nd, his birthday. Coincidence? Unfortunately, yes. Fans speculated that it was a plot point that characters forgot Will's birthday, but it turns out the Duffer Brothers forgot it too. So it was just, it was just a continuity error. And they said, we're thinking his new birthday is going to be May 22nd because May can fit into Winona's mouth in season two. So they'll go back and redub it. So anyone watches in the future will not pick up on this continuity error. That's so sad. That's so, 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 <laughs> so, so sad. You watch it. You, people pick up on these little things. Did you pick up on that little Easter egg? No, I never would have picked up on that either. I'm glad they said something because now I can go back and, and look at that. Catch but it? I, I never would have picked up on that. Harry Styles, his album Harry House is still number one in the charts. That's two weeks in a row. The number one movie is still Top Gun Maverick. That is two weeks in a row. I think things will change this week with BTS and their new album that comes out on Friday. Yeah, Proof comes out. It'll actually be uh, like uh, 9 o'clock or 6 o'clock our time. Uh, gosh, I forget. We I gotta go back, but yeah, it's gonna be on Thursday for us, technically. Oh, because it's Korean time yeah, is the release? Oh, yeah. so we'll get, it, we'll get it early? Yeah, so we'll get it on Thursday. I'm so excited about this. Uh, I'm excited for you, because that's a big thing. Your favorite band. Imagine your favorite band. They got a new album coming out and BTS is just on top of the world right oh, now. Oh man, they just they have so much content that they've been releasing the last couple of weeks and then this morning at 8 o'clock, something somewhat of a surprise. They, and they've listed all the stuff that they're going to be releasing leading up to it and it said, today at 8 a.m. our time, just like a bunch of question marks. From so BTS? Every, yeah, so everyone's wondering what are they releasing content-wise at 8 a.m. our time. So I'm just like counting down. I'm like, what is it? It's just, they, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, the photo concept for this, the photo concept for this. But at 8 o'clock today, we, we don't know. They just are leaving us hanging. So That's 40 minutes away from now. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, I'm excited for you. It's going to be big. Speaking of big and exciting, there's some big exciting changes coming for Mandy Moore. So Mandy just wrapped up this is us with the series finale. And now she's pregnant and expecting her second child with her husband, Taylor. His name's Taylor Goldsmith. Mandy is 38. She's got a busy month in front of her. Back in May, she released her seventh studio album. Then she has the series finale of This Is Us. And she's about to start a new tour that goes through July. Now, those numbers on the series finale of This Is Us, they had 6 million viewers 
uh, and the show was huge on social media. The finale generated 1.5 million social media interactions across platforms, including Twitter and Instagram. That's the most of any scripted series finale of the season. Man, that's pretty incredible. Jeez. That's some big numbers right there. To celebrate Queen Elizabeth, her 70 years of service on the throne, stars from the U.S. and the U.K. came out to perform in London for the Platinum Party at the Palace. This was a huge concert. Saturday night. So kick things off with Queen with Adam Lambert. Here's a little bit of their performance from Saturday. Alicia Keys performed as well. Duran Duran took the stage. Rod Stewart performed. He performed Sweet Caroline, and he had the audience. He was encouraging the audience to sing along because even before the song started, he said he didn't want to sing it. They asked him to sing it. I don't think he knew all the words to it, but here's Rod Stewart doing Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. You have to sing along when you hear that, right? Yeah, that's just a, yeah, that's required. It's mandatory. Uh, Diana Ross performed, and then Sir Elton John performed as well. There was a rumor going around that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were in London, and they asked her for an invitation, and they got shot down. That's all a rumor that was floating around this weekend. They were in L.A. the past weekend. Well, that's messed up, <laughs> making know. it sound like she was banned or something. <laughs> She's not even there. No. Like the poor girl. She can't catch a break. Let's do this right now. We want caller 20 702 364 9400 your caller 20 we have a great prize for you we are gonna hook you up with a pair of tickets to see melissa etheridge these are yours right now her one way out tour at the house of blues on august 20th you want these tickets you're gonna win them right now caller 20 at 702-364-9400 wins this is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Hi, Donna. Good morning. You are caller 20. Yeah. Nice way to start off a Monday. Congratulations. You're going to see Melissa Etheridge at the House of Blues. Nice job. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you, Donna, for listening. It's going to be a great concert. We have these tickets for you to see Melissa Etheridge all week long in the 7 o'clock hour. But uh, Heather actually has a pair coming up later on today in the 3 o'clock hour. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. A word of warning for people out there. Something really scary happened to one of our friends over the weekend. We're going to tell you what that was coming up. What's up? Now. Oh, right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. All right. We're going to tell you right now, I guess. JC, what happened? Uh, it is a real scary thing. A friend of ours, a radio friend of ours, had a Facebook post. His wife was in Washington, D.C. She was there for a conference. And she goes to this conference, and she ends up, someone ends up spiking her drink. They put, uh, what do you, I want to pull it up here. They put ketamine in her drink. This poor, poor girl, his wife, ends up in the hospital. Because someone spiked her drink. She got roofied at a conference in Washington, D.C. Ketamine, I guess, is like a hallucinogenic. 
And it just, I mean, it wrecked the poor girl. She's, she, she's going to be okay. Uh, but I think she's home now. But that is a scary situation. Going out, you're ha- having some drinks with some friends. Next thing you know, you start to get lightheaded. Things start to spin. You wake up in the ER because someone roofied your drink. Yeah, that's just a, a, a word of warning. When you're out, always keep an eye on your drink. Always make sure it never le- leaves your sight. It, it's just, it's terrible. What kind of loser does something like that? to someone else just absolutely terrifying has that ever happened to to anyone i've had a girlfriend it wasn't ketamine i don't think they ever know knew what it was exactly but she was uh here it was in town and she was out with some friends at a bar at one of the casinos down on the strip and she said that she just her drink stayed where it was she stayed with it but someone must have walking by did something because she said the next thing I know, I my limbs felt just weak and I started slurring and my friends immediately knew something was wrong with me and they got me out of there and they took me to the emergency room and they said, someone put something in your drink. There's no, she says, I don't remember any of it, but they were, I guess um one of the girls said, take video of her. So she, we can ask her if she remembers this. And she says, I, I w- was completely just out of it. I could not even recognize myself in that video. How scary is that to be in that kind of situation? You're just having a couple cocktails with friends. Next thing you know, you, you, like your friend is getting lightheaded. You end up at the hospital. I had a buddy of mine. This was in, in L.A. And he, uh, he, he's a, he can hold his own. He, he likes to drink. And this was about 10, 15 years ago. But he was out and he had his first cocktail of the evening. He tells a story. He goes, he's the bathroom of this, this bar was upstairs. He walks upstairs. And next thing you know, he's waking up in the hospital. Like, what happened? And like, you like collapsed. You fell down the stairs. And it's like the thing from one drink. He, he was roofied. Someone put something in his drink at a bar in LA. Yeah. It's not limited to just women. It could happen to anyone. And if that's ever happened to you, just, I mean, how scary is that that's just uh i can't imagine and and who does that is someone waiting for you just watching to see what your reaction is and then that's when they jump in and like oh hey i'll take you it's just it's disgusting it really is yeah what's the motive behind it just to do it to get some thrills to watch somebody you hear about this you know, date rape drugs which is just horrific horrific awful but if people just do it for kicks to to sit there at this other end of the bar like oh wait, she's gonna drink it oh there she goes yep and now she's getting lightheaded and dizzy yeah that's just disgusting i uh i'm so sorry that happened to to your friend i don't, I don't even know what to say i it's one of my things that whenever i have a drink somewhere if i'm not if I'm not surrounded by people I know, I keep a very close eye. I will even sit there with my hand over the top of the glass or the bottle mm-hmm. or whatever and just I just hold it there, kind of like my own personal cover. And they make these little covers, too, that I've seen, uh, like on Instagram or something. It's like a, it looks like it's made out of rubber and it just goes right on top of your glass. It's like a little cover. So if you leave, you can put the cover on and it's good to go. And they also have these little test strips where you can put something in there. And if something weird pops up, it'll it'll change color. I've never used one, but I've heard of them before. Steph, you're saying there's something they had on Shark Tank to prevent people getting from roofied? Yeah, it's only like $13 on Amazon. It's called Nightcap. And it's actually a scrunchie. And so girls can wear their scrunchies to the, to the bar. And then uh, the scrunchie turns into a cover for the 
cup and it's super cute. It has like different colors and stuff. But when I saw that on Shark Tank, I was mind blown because of all the stats and all the things that they were presenting at their pr- presentation. And it is more common than I ever knew. I actually had a friend who was roofied and she said she remembers one thing. And then the next thing was she woke up the next morning in her bed. Luckily, she was safe. Luckily, she was with friends. But she was crying to me the next morning and I was devastated for her. For her. I, I can't imagine how I would be in that situation. There was a text that just came in. It says, I had a drug slipped in my drink in my very small hometown in Illinois I went to the ER. I swear it was the bartender. It was so frightening. Now that's just horrifying. I mean, and I guess it could be anyone. You want to you, mm-hmm. you want to believe the best in people, but I guess you just never know. But oh, I that's just all the more reason staying at home with a bottle of wine is fine by me. <laughs> I'm not going to roofie myself. <laughs> it's just the alcohol that gets you when you're at home. Oh, dang. Yeah, just be careful, you know, especially with traveling to conferences anywhere. Just got to watch yourself. Don't, don't, you know, there's times, especially after a couple drinks, you put your guard down. Just a little word of warning to be careful out there. Uh, we have the Hot 3 coming up next. What do you have for us? How do we feel about co-sharing the bed with our kids? Are you okay with it? We're going to talk about that coming up next. Also, we're just talking about confidence and women last hour why too much self-confidence can actually be bad for your health and some tricky psychology hacks that experts say really work when you're interacting with people we'll try some of these out coming up next in the hot three it's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. All right, so let's talk about co-sleeping. Most parents say they feel no shame in sharing a bed with their little ones. In fact, 7 in 10 believe the act should be normalized rather than stigmatized. The study of parents of kids under 10 revealed that 78% are aware of the pros and cons of co-sleeping with their children, whether in the same room or bed. 80% prefer co-sleeping with their kids because they believe it makes them feel closer to them. Other reasons parents cited for why they co-sleep are their families are getting more sleep. They want to make sure the kids feel safe, secure. They like the bonding. Half of parents also see it as a benefit to making breastfeeding easier, to which 53% of moms agree on that. One doctor and sleep expert says the safest way to co-sleep with children is by breastfeeding or breast sleeping. Uh, Breast sleeping prompts more infant uh, arousals when sleeping which could help reduce the the risk of SIDS so it kind of keeps them more aware of what's going on and and uh so that's a good thing there but co-sleeping yes or no with the, the kids that was I I don't look down on anyone who does it if you can do it that's great but there was ne- that was not going to happen with us because <laughs> the bed was already cramped as it is we had two dogs that slept with us and I was just like but we did I will say we we co-slept in the same room for a long time um a few months when they were little I kept the, the uh, bassinet right next to to the bed not in the bed but right next to the bed. So that helped at night when we had to get up and feed the baby. Yeah, but have, her, have uh, the baby close by. If you got to do something, they're crying or something. I think it'll be the same way with a new child or a second child. Just want them near at the beginning. But did they ever 
they have a nightmare or something, they're five years old, have a nightmare, one of them come in and want to sleep you with you guys? Or was that never a thing in your house? Yeah, it wasn't a thing for us, but I think I did that as a, as a kid. I remember going in my mom and dad's room when I was scared. And so I was never against that. Our kids just never did it. Um, and then another big reason is, is, is sometimes it hurts the intimacy in a relationship. Let's be honest, you know, if, if the kid's in bed with you all the time, then... When are you guys going to get to hang out by yourself? You know what I mean? That is a great point. Anybody out there have their three or four-year-old sleep with them every night, and then tonight's the night where it's going to be, you know, some fun. What do you do with your kid? Hey, don't come to bed yet. Yeah. Let mom and dad do their thing. You got to get more creative than that. So just just another thing you have to look at. Also this morning, having too much self-confidence could actually be a bad thing when it comes to your health. Scientists report that older people who are overly confident about their own health don't go to the doctor as often as they should. This is, this can be detrimental to their health as they could be allowing medical issues to go undiagnosed. Conversely, the study also found that the opposite holds true. People who are pessimistic about their own health tend to visit the, the doctor too often. This study is based on data from over 80,000 people ages 50 and older, each individual person's level of self-confidence heavily influences their behaviors, their actions, their decisions. And generally, people who overestimate their abilities often earn more money. They make different investment decisions. They're more likely to be leaders. However, that overconfidence is also linked to having a, a, having a knack for taking risks having more accidents, drinking more alcohol, eating poorly, and insufficient sleep. This new research also finds people who overestimate their health visit their doctors 17% less often than people who more accurately perceive their health. I just started going to the place where you go with your doctors, and I'm, I still have to set up my appointment for my physical, but I was talking about general health, and I said, I feel great. I work out all the time. I try to eat right. And they said, don't be surprised. Not that there's anything wrong with you. You look great. But how many people have that same mindset and then come in and once they go dig a little bit deeper with blood work and they get into things and realize that they're catching stuff early, but people don't realize there's stuff happening internally. You may look fantastic. You can do all these things, but the internal game might be a little off. Yeah, there's just there's things that could be happening. and You have no idea. Mm-hmm. That's why my husband hates to go to the doctor and I'm just like, look, just let them check you out. There might be something there. I'm fi- I'm fine. I feel great. I feel great. I'm like, just please go, you know, <laughs> catch it before it becomes an issue. <laughs> you know, I'm right there with you. Man. I just uh-huh. ran twice yesterday. I ran. I got to be fine. And meanwhile, your knees are like, we're not fine. We want to see the doctor, please. <laughs> we want to catch this bone on bone rubbing early. Do you think we're fine? We're not. Uh, finally, this morning, when you're having a conversation with someone, there are hacks to make it a smoother talk and make you better to read the room. So psychology, a psychology expert who's big on TikTok named um, Osti J uh, says these psychology tricks will work on anyone. Try these next time you find yourself in a social uh, setting. First, this first hack can help you figure out if your crush likes you back. So what you do is you pick a word when they're talking And you smile and nod every time they use it. Okay. So let's say they are using the word cool a lot. Oh, I went to this party. It was so cool. If if you nod and smile every time they use that one word, they're going to start to use it more and more if they if they like you, they'll subconsciously notice that you smile and nod when they say that. So then if they keep using that word, that's something just 
that they don't even know they're doing. They'll start using it more and more if they like you. Oh, that is a trip. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Try that. Uh-huh. Um, this one says, if you want to someone to take what you're saying more seriously, it will help to tell them that your father, your mother, or any parental figure told you about it. Like... I was talking to my mom and she was telling me about this really cool mind trick that you smile and nod every time someone says a certain word. If they keep saying it, they like you. It adds more leverage to it, apparently, if you want someone to take you more seriously, if you say that your parents told you about it. There's some credibility behind it. Yeah. And then the last one here, when someone gives you an excuse for something, stay quiet. They will end up talking themselves into a corner. And then they will lose confidence in their own story. Oh, the silence game. Yeah, that's you. That's a that's a major mind trick right there. Yeah. Or when you, they're telling you a lie and you already know it's a lie. I love to just sit there and listen to them continue. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay. Just and smile. I just yeah. Keep going. Keep going. This is good. <laughs> oh, you think you're fooling me? Uh-huh. No, nope, I, I know. I know the whole story. <laughs> but go ahead. Look, I'm smiling. Tell me more. Tell me more. Coming up here at nine o'clock hour. Panic at the disco. We. We made the concert announcement last week. Tickets go on sale Wednesday. We have your tickets at 940. That's Gail on Mix 94.1. It is 757. If you ever want to call into the show or text us, you can do that at 702-364-9400. Being a wife in 2022, it's it's not easy. But I think being a wife in the 1950s, would have been way more difficult. I I ran across some of these old marriage advice books that th- th- it was online. It's like some of these articles that came out in the 50s that were talking about how ladies could be great wives to their husbands. And just reading them, I'm like, you are kidding me. You are absolutely kidding me, right? We were just talking about great advice that you've ever received, like like the advice on, you know, saying a certain or nodding when someone says a certain word to tell if they like you or not. What's the worst advice you've ever received? Does does anyone have like really bad advice that someone gave him once that either you followed and you wish you didn't or Maybe you were smart enough to know that you would not follow this advice. I think this advice from these 1950s how to be a good wife books is so bad. Some of these things are here's one. Don't bother your husband with petty troubles and complaints when he comes home from work. Let him tell you his troubles. Yours will seem trivial in comparison. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is in the 50s? The, yeah. That's not that long ago. I know. I mean, seriously, 70-some years ago. I mean, it's right around the corner. This is just, here's one. Bad cooking will drive your man to seedy saloons. <laughs> this food is awful. I'm going to, to the bar, the I mean, seedy one. A seedy saloon. I'm going to find me another lady. I just picture these two bar doors, like, opening up, like, the, the what are those swinging doors? That's that, that, that the kind of one he's going to? Swanky music playing. Oh, my gosh. Who has worse advice than that that was given to them? I, I can't imagine that anything can beat some of these, but uh, this one says... What if your man, okay, strays after marriage? The quote-unquote experts suggest that in a case, uh, in the case of an occasional lapse on the part of the husband, forgive and forget. Or better still, make believe you know nothing. Just pretend you don't know anything and 
all will be good. This is how to be a good wife in the 1950s. On the occasional. Is this going to happen multiple times? Yeah. Ah. Just forget about it. Just overlook it. This one says, if you were a good wife in the 1950s, you agreed that your husband was the boss of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not I'm the boss of me. On these. I know. What's the worst advice you've ever received? Uh, can you can you think of anything? Yeah, it wasn't much sort of advice. It just it was a statement from an older, I guess it would be my cousin's. It was my mom's cousin. It was when my, when my grandmother passed away in 1994, and it was my mom's cousin. Was you know, everyone came to town for for her passing? Just so sad. And uh, he was driving me to this one of the services. We had the funeral thing, and then we're going to like this little after party. And for some reason, I was in the car with him. His name was Jamie, and he turned to me and he looked at me and he goes, "Brace yourself." And I'm already upset. I'm like. Okay, for what? He said, get ready. A lot of this is going to happen here in the future. I'm like, huh? He's like, your grandparents, all the older people in your life, they're next. I'm like, okay, what? Wow. Like, he just dropped this bomb of like this, because this is the first time I was dealing with death in my family. He didn't tell me, get ready for more. More is going to happen over the next couple of years. I'm like, what? That was in the back of my head. Now, Pappy, I didn't lose a grand. Pappy didn't die till 2013. Uh, my, my dad's mom, who was the other remaining grand, grand she's passed away a couple years ago. This guy planted the seed in my head of get ready. She's the first. The rest of your grandparents, they're going to drop in the next year or so. Oh, that is just like, heart wrenching. <laughs> wow. And, and to tell someone so young, too, that's like, wow. It just sat with I'm me. going to cry all day now. It sat with me for years in the back of my mind. I thought of what he said to me. I'm like, okay, who's next? He said, get ready for it. Something's going to something happen next. Decades later, the next thing happened. Uh, it was the worst. Um, that That's like completely traumatizing. Anyone have anything worse than that? I thought these marriage ones were bad. I don't think that they can beat yours. Uh, I thought this one was bad. Always wear pink underwear. That the cover, the underwear should be spotlessly clean goes without saying, but every woman should wear the best quality underwear that she can afford. And the color should be preferably pink and lace and ruffles. And I'm sorry to say, add to the attractiveness of the underwear are that they are liked by the average man. So pink ruffly underwear is something that uh, marriage experts in the 50s said that you should do. So you have that on where you're cooking that perfect meal for your man so when he comes home, he's happy and doesn't leave and go to some mm. uh, trashy bar. Yeah, mm. a saloon. A saloon, sorry, a saloon. Yes. Um, remember, your most important job is to build up and maintain his ego, which gets bruised plenty in business. Morale is a woman's business. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Does it say anything about going out and, you know, Pursuing your career and passion in life? No. No. It just says, let him relax before dinner. <laughs> Discuss family problems after the inner man has been satisfied. Ooh, what are you saying? A little meal and something else? Here's what gets me. I know. I know there is someone listening right now that's like, you know, dang right. Yeah, life would be so much better if this is if these rules were followed by today. I know there's someone out there thinking that right now. There we got a text with a text line. Hey, Mercedes, where can I get that list? Yeah, I'd like to show this to my wife. This is great advice. Oh, do you have any through the years? Someone gave you some bad advice or guided um, you the wrong way? I, I think that uh, people just... 
telling me I wouldn't be able to do something has been bad advice. I've had people telling me that I couldn't succeed without, you know, a man helping me or, oh, you're not a guy. You're not going to be able to do this. Uh, you know, just just appreciate where you're at and, and, you know, appreciate what you've got. Don't don't try to do this because you won't be able to because you're a woman. And I just always looked at that more as a motivator than I did as, oh, oh, you're right. OK, uh, thank you. Um, but, you know, I've had some of my family members. Members telling me like you'll never find someone to marry you if you don't know how to cook well and hey, advice right there jokes the on you <laughs> I sure did and you can cook too yeah. you're a good cook as well, well. Not, as, not as good as they are like my aunts give me a hard time all the time because I'm not as good of a cook as my mom like my mom can literally make anything you tell her with no recipe they're like you should have learned why didn't you let your mom teach you how to cook I'm like hey. Sorry, you know, <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> we'll point out that Matt isn't going to any seedy saloons, is he? No, so he not must that be doing I know something of. right. He goes to the unseedy <laughs> saloons. <laughs> he goes to the nice saloons. <laughs> Still going to saloons, but they're the high-end ones. There's a difference. At 9 o'clock hour, 9.40, your tickets to go see Panic at the Disco. That show's going to be huge in October. And then coming up here in 15 minutes, we have Heads Up. This is a great prize. A four-pack of tickets to visit Illuminarium at Area 15. We have them for you. Coming up next. I think I'm doing it all wrong. I'm doing it all wrong. Last hour, Mercedes, you mentioned there was something big happening with BTS at 8 a.m. So I, I, I did a Google search, and the only thing I could find is that President Biden's tweet about BTS last week was his most liked tweet ever. <laughs> That's not a surprise. Uh, yeah, something it, it happened at 8 o'clock our time. Um, if you are ARMY or you have been paying attention, BTS has their big... Um, album release this Friday. Actually, it's going to be Thursday for us uh, just because it's Korean time. But uh, they're doing they've been doing all sorts of things leading up to the huge release. Uh, definitely going to be number one. Uh, and what today's it was marked on the BTS calendar that they put out as just a bunch of question marks. So everyone was kind of waiting for 8 a.m. our time to see like, what what's it going to be? It, you know, what kind of surprises it and they had a couple of things they uh they released the proof live official poster announcing uh a big show on next monday june 13th it says proof live with special guest and it's actually was taken when they were here in town at lake dolores water park just south of uh, of us here about two hours south uh is is it in like newberry springs or new it, yeah everyone sees you driving to california yeah. it's on the right hand side has been abandoned for gosh 30 years now maybe longer than that well they took the picture there and i just retweeted it if you want to uh, look on twitter if you if you missed it and then they also announced that that big show that they're gonna have it's a pre-recording for the m countdown it's going to be held uh, for 4,000 armies on June 13th in Korea, they have increased the scope of the event as, you know, the, this recording is going to be held on a special day for BTS and ARMY. So it's uh, just pretty cool. All the stuff that they every day at 8 a.m. they are releasing something uh, up until the big release of of the the album. And it's funny. Do you guys have any sort of unconventional c- celebrations that you have where you celebrate something that most people don't we we have it all planned this weekend sophie and i are having a bts album release celebration on friday <laughs> <laughs> listen i love people's passions 
And I love your passion for BTS. And I love Sophie's passion for BTS. <laughs> you guys could have the same passion for knitting, and I would get into knitting because of your passion. Because of your passion, I'm getting into this whole BTS and K-pop thing. So what is planned for your special album release party on Friday? We are going to make decorations. We have like decorations, like <laughs> BTS posters that we're putting up. We're gonna put up. We're gonna make drinks. Um, she's gonna be drinking grape soda. I won't be having wine. No, just kidding. <laughs> because uh, this is purple's their color. Purple's right? their color. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, we're gonna we're gonna do like a special BTS menu. We're gonna go to uh, Koreatown and get a bunch of different foods. We are gonna ha- watch all their videos leading up to it, and then when it is released, we are gonna listen to it song by song and just celebrate their release. We're so so excited about it. So yeah, we're having a BTS uh, album release party this Friday. Any other army? I don't know. It's it's gonna be at my house, but I guess I, we maybe we could celebrate somewhere here where we can meet up if there's any other army that want to join us. Oh sure, I'm sure you can. Yeah, rent out the MGM Grand Garden Arena the way the BTS fans are. You could you could lead this charge for Friday. I love that. It's it's so funny. Does anyone else do that? Do you have any weird unconventional celebrations? Maybe other people don't do it, but for you, you guys celebrate it. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. We're also celebrating their nine year anniversary. I mean, Festa. That's what it's called when you every year when they celebrate them coming together as a group. It's called Festa, and it's nine years. Festa is nine years, so like there's so much to celebrate. That is awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I'm looking back when when I was uh, when I was a teen into into wrestling. Loved wrestling, and wrestling pay per views were always on a Sunday night. WCW, WWF pay per views back in the day. And and we had we had cable TV at the time, but we didn't have the capabilities of getting a pay per view. But my buddy had one of those scramblers, so you can get pay per views illegally. Uh huh. So I'd go to his house every Sunday. The pay per view would start at eight o'clock. We would watch it, and we would tape it on a VCR. And then my my little brother loved wrestling as well, but he wouldn't come with me. So I would always take that VCR tape home that night. And the tradition was the next day we had school. After school, we would get home, wouldn't worry about any homework, and I would put in that wrestling pay-per-view with John. Probably started about 4 o'clock. The pay-per-view lasted till about 7 o'clock. My mom would get pizza. It was like this huge tradition for us. The day after a wrestling pay-per-view, I would bring home the tape from my brother, and we'd sit there and watch it together right after school. I didn't do homework, and it was always pizza was the dinner celebration, which was really cool. That's, I mean, that sounds like a celebration or reason for celebration to me. That sounds actually amazing. I love that. It was fun too, and because he wouldn't know what happened, and there was there was no internet or spoilers back then, and so yeah, it was just it was looking back, it was a special treat for us. This one says we love to celebrate my dog's birthday. It's so ridiculous how we go all out and get him a cake. We have doggy bags for the other doggies in the neighborhood. It is a full on celebration with about 30 to 40 people all for my dog that i think is beautiful i love that i now that you said that i th- i think no it's i think zoe's birthday is today oh my gosh oh, of course zoe <laughs> poor zoe doesn't get any sort of love <laughs> it's either six because like six 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 i remember it's either six six sixteen or six sixteen sixteen ah i gotta look it up oh. so sorry zoe <laughs> Steph, uh, I just saw your note up here. Uh, you, Sophie sends quizzes to Steph, and she's been trying to quiz Steph on the members uh, by, you know, leading up to this album release. And, and Steph, you, you haven't done the latest quiz? I just remembered you're, you talking about BTS's album coming out. I'm like, oh, I forgot to do Sophie's quiz. And what she does is she sends a group picture of BTS, and they're all next to each other. And she goes, okay, let's try this. Do it. Name the members from left to right. 
So the first one, I got five out of the seven members correct. I believe I mixed up Jungkook and Sugar. Yeah, she, oh. she missed them. So, and then I was like, oh, okay, so I'm looking at this one, and I'm, I need to zoom in. I need to study a little bit more and compare my notes from last time, and I will send in my results in a few minutes. I just, I, I'm looking at the picture now, like, okay, you can do this. You can do this. But it's so funny because they all are dressing similar in these concept pictures. Like, is this the proof album cover that she sent me? This is their bulletproof. Uh, the, the, this is the... Uh, see, they have two concepts. One's like a hard concept, which is the one you're looking at. And then they have one that's very angelic. Like they, they're, it shows their duality as a group. Uh, like there's a lot to it, but just try, try to go through and tell me who you think. Oh boy. Right here, right yeah, now. Yeah, right here, oh, right now. Oh gosh. Okay. The first one looks like it's V. Okay. Oh boy. The second one, I think it is, uh, Jimin. The third one, I think, is... It, no, the third one is Jimin. I got to go back to the second one. Because the fourth one, I think, is Suga. The fifth one is RM. The sixth one... Oh, no, that looks like Jimin, too. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> the, we're going to get you... We're going to get these all, <laughs> like, settled yes. here. So it's difficult when you're first starting out as ARMY. You, re, you it know, is. it's difficult. The this last, is training. This is your training yeah, camp. This it is. <laughs> for sure, my bias is J-Hope. So the last one, for sure, is J-Hope. I will tell you, you got your bias correct. Thank you. <laughs> Which one has the tattoo behind his left ear? Um, I think JK, but I, I know that Jimin just got a tattoo. Oh, he did? Also, okay. But that's on his back. And they say it's like the moons and the different phases of the moons oh and it goes down his spine. How do God, I know all this? So I don't good. know. I'm looking at the photo right now. Yes. <laughs> oh, He's did, got oh, the moon. You're right. Oh, <laughs> He's got the moon. I'm looking at pictures of their, their time at Lake Dolores and there's a... What'd you Google? Like like Jim and tattoos? No, or? I did BTS at Lake Dolores and all oh. these pictures. And so you see the back shot, you see the tattoo behind his ear and then you look closer. There's all the moon stuff that you're just talking about. That's so funny. <laughs> Someone says, I celebrate the opening and closing of the Olympics and cook traditional foods of the host countries that sounds awesome i love that, that is one. Cool. Oh my gosh I, this is yeah this i can't is all wait I'm thinking about this i week. can't wait for you for friday to see <laughs> these pictures it's gonna be a blast let's do this right now caller 20 702-364-9400 your caller 20 you're playing heads up and this is a fun prize we are giving you uh, a four pack of tickets to visit Illuminarium at Area 15. This looks incredible fun for the whole family. And if you want to go, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, these tickets are yours. 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1. It's 8.37, June 6th. Oh, my gosh. How is it already June 6th? Everyone's getting ready for summer. It's not officially summer, but I feel like summer vacation is here. The kids are out of school. Time to plan those vacations if you haven't already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jump on that now because everyone is out of school, right? There's no one here in Clark County. I believe it's that's all done, it. Right? I believe that's it. Yeah, both of my girls are out of school. My youngest, it took her a few more days, but she's <laughs> she's officially uh, out. So everyone I know is like headed out of town, going on trips. Maybe they're doing staycations. Time for some relaxation. We've got a friend of ours who is she was traveling to France over the weekend. This was for work. And she's in her mid-20s. If you're traveling over the summer, make sure you're prepared for your, for your trip. I felt so bad for her. I think this trip for her to France was the first time she was flying solo in a long time. She's done some trips with her, with her family and stuff, but she was flying to France, international flight, flying by herself. Her flight was on Saturday. She gets to the airport, 
And that's when she realizes that her flight was delayed by a couple of hours. And because of that delay, she missed her connecting flight from, I think she was going to New York, from New York to France. She missed her connecting flight to go to France. It ends up just bailing from the airport and having to rebook everything to fly out on Sunday. But we were talking to her, and she didn't download any of the. We didn't. We had, Laura asked her, like, "You didn't get an alert that your flight was delayed, or this that?" No, I didn't. Alert? You didn't download the United app or whatever? Like, no, no, no. She didn't download any apps or anything. Um, as far as like her boarding pass, she went to the airport to print out her boarding pass. Oh no! Talk about old school. Yeah, my mom loves to do that when she was in town. She's like, "Can you print this out for me?" I'm like, "Mom, it's on your it's on your phone." I like having a paper copy. Okay. <laughs> That's how she was. I never print anything on my printer. It's like low on ink. I'm like, yeah, it's because we never print anything. How, did anyone have your first time travels go wrong or just planning a trip go wrong? And just felt so bad for her. Goes to the airport. No apps or anything to indicate or alerts that your flight has been delayed so you can make some changes in advance. Goes that she, she discovers her flight is delayed when she goes to print out her boarding pass. Oh, no. And then ends up switching things to the Sunday. And then Laura says, well, okay, where are you sitting on the plane? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Are you up front, in the back? I, I, I don't know. They said, I'll, I'll, I'll get my seat assignment when I get there. Oh, United lets you make, lets you pick your seat. Yeah, I don't know if it was, and I'm just picking United out of thin air. It could have oh. Delta or whatever. I'm not sure oh, what exactly no. airline it was, but it was one of those deals where I booked flights before where it says you can you know pick your seat or let the airline assign you a seat when you get there. So that's what she did. So she gets to the airport. Don't air- do that. No, don't. <laughs> Pick your seat. <laughs> Especially if you're flying overseas, oh, a long flight yeah. to France. And she gets there, and of course, she didn't get to pick her seat in advance. She is literally the last row, middle seat. Oh, that's the worst seat on the plane. That is literally the worst seat on the plane. Now, Mercedes, because she's the last one to board the flight, her carry-on, she had to check it. Oh, there's no room left for it? No, there was no room left in the overhead for everything to get there. So she had to check her bags. And if you're flying overseas, connecting flight, hopefully, I I didn't hear anything about her bags not making it. But all those things would stress me out. Flying overseas, not knowing what seat I have, flight delayed, having to check my bag, knowing it's going to get transferred to New York City somewhere. Is it going to get transferred to your flight? Just all these things kept adding up. But she did make it eventually to France. She's there now. When you when you do something for the first time and you completely mess it up, it's, it's like she didn't know. And I feel bad for her. You know, she how would she know? This is the first time she's doing it by herself. So. Poor thing. She was probably just so thrown off. And Laura's going to France in two weeks. And it's it's so funny because they're complete opposites. Opposite. She knows her seat. She's got her carry-on ready to go. She's got chargers. She's got like, like every single detail is planned out. Whereas her, her very close friend travels to France like on a whim. No planning whatsoever. Oh, you need me in there for a meeting? No problem. I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, have you ever done something for the first time and you were just like, man, that that was a mistake. I messed that up. I, I, I'm trying to think like international travel is so scary as it is, but then you don't realize there are these little things like, like there's little hacks and stuff. And I don't know all of them, but I've learned a couple throughout the years. It's like, yeah, make sure you always check on your scheduling because especially if you do it far in advance, I've had, I've had flights change from morning to afternoon because flight schedules just change randomly and it's not because of delays or anything. It's just the flight schedules change. So, you know, I, I booked it for a 10 o'clock in the morning departure and then I find out, you know, 
we're still three months out and it's now in the afternoon that we're leaving. It's just, it happens. You got to stay on top of that stuff. Oh, that far in advance would change stuff on you oh, guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, you know, that they, they decide, you know what, we're going to have this plane leave, leave or we're going to reroute this plane. And so it's just good to kind of keep checking in on those things those little things especially as it gets closer yeah that would be a that's a great hack if the, if the airline has an app you can download the app there's also those also those flight aware apps so laura with all her travels if she's got a flight that's delayed if it's southwest or something i'll look up and look at the flights where's her plane you can, yeah. you can backtrack like okay you know what your plane is in texas and it's in the air so that's good news it's coming to you right now in florida it's not like it's stuck in texas so your one hour delay should be a, just a one hour delay because the flight is in the air other times she'll be at the airport send me a text message my flight, they just said we're delayed by an hour and a half, and I'll look it up and like, oh, your plane that's coming to Florida, it's sitting in Detroit right now. You've got a hefty delay in front of you. Uh, every time you do something for the first time, I always I recommend getting some help from someone who's not who, who's done it before. Yes. <laughs> you know? That's how I was the first time I made a cake from scratch. I was like, oh, how hard can this be? You know, it, it, people do it every day, baking a cake from scratch. And... Uh, I think I used baking soda instead of baking powder, or I, I I used the wrong ingredient that was similar, and it was horrible. I was just like, what did I do? Like this, I think it came out super flat. I can't remember what it did, but I had to throw it away because it was just oh. bad. And it's it's like I should have, I told my mom, I was like, I'm trying to make a cake from scratch. And she's like, well, what did you do? And I told her, she's like, yeah, you don't use that. You use this. Like, well, why didn't you tell me? She's like, you didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've done lots of international traveling. How does it work with your cell phone plan? When you fly to a foreign country, does it automatically switch over? Oh, here's what you do. You call your cell phone provider and let them know you will be traveling internationally. So you can purchase an international plan for that month or for that, you know, you'll have to buy it for the month. Mm -hmm. Um and that way you won't be shocked at the charges because if you don't do that, then you're going to get charged international rates and I, you're better off just turning your phone off because <laughs> they will do the, the roaming too. Oh, It'll start yeah. Roaming. And but it, it picks up on whatever cell phone plan they have. And it's always weird because like whatever your provider is now, like mine's AT&T and it says AT&T in there. It's some. I forget the, the cell phone, but it's like Volcom. And I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. What happened to my phone? But, yeah, you you should definitely call your cell phone provider beforehand. I'm going to tell Laura that for her trip to France in a couple of weeks. But I guarantee you her friend who she's communicating with is probably just using regular old Verizon. She's going to dwell. <laughs> Verizon's going to send her a big old bill that she's going to get. And do the same thing with your credit card. Steph, you 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 didn't do that, huh? You, you forgot to tell your bank you were oh, going. It, it was a mess. And when I went to feed. Uh, I realized um, in the airport, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm boarding my flight. I have, no, I don't have time to be on a bank on hold. So I called my mom. And you're not supposed to do this, but I did it anyway. I'm like, mom, you got to pretend you're me and tell them I'll be in Fiji, New Zealand for six months because I totally forgot to tell them. My mom was like, are you serious? And she's like, what is all the information I need to memorize? And she's not talking to me. Yeah. yeah otherwise, yeah. they'll deny your credit cards. Yeah. Do yeah. they have ATMs? Can you just use your ATM or is that a whole different ballgame? But they'll, they'll, they'll say like, why? Why are oh, you yeah. in France or yeah. why are you in mm -hmm. Fiji? What's going on? Denied. Yeah. So it's good to let them know well, way ahead of time. So smart. So smart. Yeah. We have the hot threes coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, your health. We've been talking a lot about that this morning. And what makes you at a higher risk for more than 
100 health conditions. I'll tell you, there's a lot of you listening right now that fall into this category. We'll tell you what it is. Also, a new study finds the names that are most likely to commit a crime in life. We'll tell you what those are. And a guy did some major damage at a museum because he was upset at his girl. Wait until you hear what he did and how much damage he caused. It's crazy, and it's coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. If you are taller than five foot nine. It's a miracle you're still alive. A new study looked at the medical records of 280,000 Americans and found tall people are at a higher risk for over 100 different health conditions. Over 100. They used a database from the VA, so everyone involved was a veteran, and about 90% were men. For the study, they defined tall people as anyone over 5'9". So just a few of the conditions that tall people are more prone to include blood clots, an irregular heartbeat, nerve damage, lightheadedness, inflammation, ulcers, leg pain, and bone infections. Now, they're not sure why tall people are more susceptible. They just noticed the connection. But one theory is that it's harder to pump blood through your body if you're tall. And that can lead to all sorts of health issues long term. A lot of the health conditions also had to do with people's legs and feet. So the maybe the extra weight that comes with being tall, that could be a factor too. More body, there's more stuff that your body's working with. That's more, why. More body, yeah. <laughs> you have more body than, than someone who's under 5'9, so things are working overtime to satisfy that body, and that's why there's issues. Oh, gosh, over a hundred different health conditions. Uh, you know, I know it's sometimes. Shorter people feel like they get, you know, the short end of the stick, no pun intended. But at, when you hear something like this, it's like, woohoo! <laughs> you're, you're winning the health I'm game. Okay. <laughs> um, also, this morning, a new study has dug deep into the police, police records and managed to reveal common criminal names from 2019 to 2020. So um, th- there were there were 1,010 male criminals in this database with this certain name. And 117 female critical uh, criminals with this name, making them the biggest offenders of those years. David was number one for the guys. Like I said, over a thousand of these criminals were named David, closely followed by offenders named Daniel, Michael, Paul, and um, <clears throat> Steph, James. Whoa. Those are your top 10 male lawbreakers Oh boy! or top five male lawbreakers. The rest of the top 10 include John, Mark, Lee, Christopher, and Andrew. Male lawbreaker names. Hmm. James over five. Uh, no, I don't know. He is 5'10". Oh. So at least he's, well, he's now double dooms. He's going to be a criminal and have bad health. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> now I really got to look over his diet. Not a great day <laughs> if you're James James. Um, for the females, the number one female criminal name is Sarah. Sarah is number one, followed by Amy, Claire, Lisa, and Lauren. Those are your top five female lawbreakers. The rest of the top ten are Kelly, Rachel, Nicole, Michelle, and Louise. 
Louise. <laughs> hey, I, I don't know anyone named Louise now that I think about it. Uh, do I know Louise? I know someone by every single one of those other names except for Louise. Oh, is there, are there any Louise out there? And actually Claire. I don't think I know a Claire either. Um, Claire, I went to my senior prom with. You don't know her, but that's my Claire. Yeah, I don't know any Claire's. Any Louise's out there? Call us. We can say we know a Louise. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're busy robbing a bank. <laughs> yeah, you might be busy with your uh, with your life of crime right now. Um, finally, this morning, this guy could have just punched a hole in a wall or something. I guess this blows off steam, too. But wow. A 21-year-old named Brian Hernandez was mad at his girlfriend last Wednesday night, so he broke in to the Dallas Museum of Art around 9.30 and destroyed over $5 million worth of art and artifacts. He used a stool to break into two display cases. He smashed a Greek vase and pot from the 5th and 6th centuries B.C. So these were about 2,500 years old. Those alone were worth about $5 million. He also smashed a bowl worth $100,000 and some weird bottle shaped like an alligator, which was worth ten grand. Security guards stopped him before he did any more damage. He told cops that he, quote, got mad at his girl, so he broke in and started destroying property. They charged him with criminal mischief of more than $300,000. The penalty for that is five years to life in prison. Dude, go for a long walk. Wow. Yeah. I would say there's got to be a better way. Like I said, punch a hole in the wall or something. Yeah. Go but to the now gym. you're facing life in prison over that. And in a year from now, you're going to realize she probably wasn't even worth it. You know? And was that Brian? That name wasn't even in the top 10 of criminals, was it? Oh, man. I wonder if this data has changed for the year 2022. <laughs> it's going to change because that guy. Nine o'clock hour. We got Panic the Disco coming back to town. They'll be here in October. Win them before you can buy them tickets at 940. Sean Mendez, when you're gone, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. How good was that cover he did of Bruce Springsteen's song last week, a couple weeks ago? Oh, did you like it? Oh, my gosh. It was Glory Days, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so good. That was, uh, that was yeah, if you missed that, you can go back on our podcast and check that out. you got to subscribe and listen to the podcast in case you miss anything. And we want to thank you guys for supporting the podcast. We just... Uh, Got word that this last month we had over 23,000 downloads Ooh. of it. So that is just huge. You can like and subscribe to our podcast anywhere you get your podcast and also on the Odyssey app. So we would appreciate that. All right. It is time for Jerker Justified. Is this pe- person being a jerk or are they completely justified in how they are reacting to a situation? If you ever have a situation you want us to tackle, you can reach out to us. You can do that through our website, Mix941.fm. Okay, this one reads, Hi, Mercedes and JC. My fiancé is a hoarder. Not the normal hoarder, though, where he keeps random things everywhere in the house. He hoards action figures. We have a room in our house dedicated to these action figures. I didn't think it was bad at first. But I can't even clean in there anymore. There's so many. And he won't get rid of them. Um, And he won't stop buying them. Our wedding is next fall. And we really need to be saving money for that. Not more Star Trek and Jurassic Park action figures. He thinks we're fine money-wise and that I shouldn't take his hobby away from him. He's 28. Personally, I think it's childish and immature. I asked him to pause his obsession till after the wedding. Am I a jerk for asking this of him? I know he has at least a dozen or so that are worth serious money. 
Would it make me an even bigger jerk if I asked him to sell a few to cover some of our wedding costs or cover honeymoon costs? And it's signed, anti-action figure Amy. Wow. Okay, so he, he collects action figures. He's 28 years old. It makes him happy. Um, you want him to not only stop selling, uh, stop buying them, but you want him, you want to sell some of them to cover the cost of your wedding or honeymoon. Is anti-action figure Amy a jerk or is she justified? What do you guys think? You can reach out a couple of ways. You can uh, text us at 702-364-9400 or use that same number to give us a call just like Raquel did. Raquel, what do you think? Is Amy a jerk or is she justified? Amy is justified and I am shook right now because we are not saving money for a Chuck E. Cheese birthday party. We're saving money for a wedding. Like, I also, we're not saying stop the thing, like, completely. Just put a pause on it and maybe sell, sell a few here or there. She's totally justified. Okay. I, you know, I feel like I might be in the minority on this one because I, I actually think she's kind of being a jerk. I think that this is something so simple that makes him so happy. Like, don't get, and I have a husband that's a collector. And yeah, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff. But at the end of the day, I think of all the other bad things that he could be doing or, you know, spending that money on. And I think it's, I think it's harmless. I, I, I really do. I, I, you know, you, I like to give him a hard time about it, but at the end of the day, I see it, it makes him happy. So I kind of feel like. If you sold the things without him knowing, oh, then oh, you're wow. definitely a jerk, I think. But I, I just think this, this is harmless. I, am, I in the, am I in the minority on that one? I don't know. What do you think? I don't think it's wrong to ask him to pause his collecting until after the wedding. He's spending money on action figures. I don't think it's wrong to ask him to pause. But I think you need to have a conversation about your finances. Because if you're going into this wedding, in your mind, you realize you need more money for the wedding. But his mind thinks you're okay financially. To me, that means there's some miscommunication. You need to sit down and have a talk. Like, hey, we still need $5,000 to cover this, this, and that for the wedding. We don't have that money. You need to have that conversation. I don't think there's anything wrong to asking him to, hey, let's pinch some pennies up until the wedding. Paul's on your hobby. I'll Paul's on mine. But asking him to sell stuff, I, I think that's wrong. That's his collection. He's into that. Let him Let him know. Does she have a nice purse? That she, do you have nice purses, Amy, that you could sell? You maybe got a coach purse you'd love? Sell that for money. You can't ask. I think you can ask someone to sell what they're into to make money for your wedding. I think you need to have a conversation about your finances because you're obviously on different pages. The, the fact that she says, I think it's childish and immature, and it may be, but like, if it's bothering you that much, maybe you shouldn't be getting married. <laughs> These are all, yeah, these are all flags that are, you talk about the red flags. One, you different page financially. He's got a room filled with these action figures. So obviously it's something he loves. If you're against his passion, I doubt he's going to stop that passion once you get married. Yeah. What do you think, Anthony? Good morning. He needs a dumper and run as soon as possible and as far away as possible. Oh, really? What's going to be next after this? What's she going to want him to get rid of next or stop buying next? She kind of knew this going in, right? Like, they've obviously known each other for a while. She knew this was his passion, right? Exactly. Oh, man. I I, I don't know if that's a solution, but it definitely seems like there's something not right here. Uh, thank you so much for that, Anthony. Let's talk to Jim. Jim, jerk or justified? What do you think? She's a jerk because I'm going to tell you what. She's making him sell his action figures and then going to waste the money on a, on a wedding.
And they're going to get divorced in five years anyway because she's just controlling. <laughs> Jim has it all mapped he out. Does. He knows. I love it, Jim. Thank you so much. You know, you know, I sit here talk about the extravagant things you might have had at your wedding that you don't need. There are certain things you don't need. You need that many flowers. You need oh, that big of a cake. Man. Let the guy buy G.I. Joe action figures. <laughs> it's it's kind of harmless. Christine, jerk or justified? What do you think? I think she's a jerk. I have a husband who collects Star Wars figures, and I am absolutely all for it. It is harmless and makes him happy. However, asking him to sell his collection makes her a jerk. Yeah, like the pause thing I get. Like, hey, can you just hold Mm -hmm. off for this wedding? And then after that, go back to it. But the selling things? Oh, no. That would that would be very very bad. I agree with you, Christine. I think that's kind of a jerk thing to do there. But. Yeah, don't ask him that. Oh. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> if you have a situation for jerk or justified, send it in. We'll get it on the air. You can send it through our website, which is mix nine four one dot fm. And don't forget nine forty. We've got your tickets to see Panic at the Disco. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending on Mix ninety four point one? Okay, MTV Movie Awards are trending this morning. Spider Man and No Way Home and Euphoria. They were the big winners at last night's MTV Movie and TV Awards. They both won Best Movie for Spider Man and Best Show for Euphoria. Tom Holland won Best Performance in a Movie, and Zendaya won for Best Performance in a Show. Let's talk about some of the winners. Here is. Tom Holland accepting his award for Spider-Man in Best Movie. So a massive thank you to all the fans around the world who voted for Spider-Man No Way Home and voted for me. Uh, to be a part of that film, to share that film with you, to be a part of the solidarity that was built up around the world is honestly a dream come true. So thank you so much for making that happen. And on behalf of everyone at Sony and everyone at Marvel, our heartfelt thanks and I'll see you soon. Another big winner yesterday was Olivia Rodrigo. She actually accepted the award for Best Documentary for Driving Home to You, a sour film. Winning this award is so special because it was voted for by the fans. And I am so, so, so grateful for everyone who has supported me, my music, and this film. I wouldn't be here without you guys. And the love you guys have shown to me is so unbelievably meaningful and life-changing. So this is all for you. That's big for her. She got the Beatles were up too. She was up with against some big, yeah. big names. So uh, Euphoria also won for best fight for here for the hookup. Uh, that I mean that show is just iconic, especially for that MTV generation, the current MTV generation. Jack Black was named comedic genius, and then Jennifer Lopez she got very emotional when she accepted the Generation Award. I want to thank the people who gave me joy and the ones who broke my heart, the ones who were true and the ones who lied to me. I want to thank true love, and I want to thank the way that I lied to myself because that's how I knew that I had to grow. Yeah, she uh, she was, like, really shaken up a little bit and I was like at first I was like honey it's just an MTV award but then I was like you know what she's come a long way she de- she deserves this chance yeah. to to express her feelings you can hear it in her voice yeah. too passionate it was really cool also uh trending this morning Mariah Carey so the singer is being sued for 20 million dollars over alleged copyright infringement for her song All I Want for Christmas is You Andy Stone of Vince Vance and the Valiant says that he co-wrote a song with the same title five years earlier and he is now seeking $20 million in damages. Even though the songs have different lyrics and melodies, 
He says his version of the song actually received extensive airplay during the 1993 Christmas season and even began making appearances on the Billboard music charts. And he claims that she and Sony never asked for permission to use the title All I Want for Christmas is You, and he never gave permission for it either. This, this song has been streamed at least one billion times on Spotify, and as of 2017, it had earned $60 million in royalties. So far, Mariah has not responded. Maybe if you would have brought this up when the song first came out, you know one of his buddies probably pointed out, like, dude, you know your Christmas song? Mariah Carey's got one, and it's a bigger hit. you think maybe you're taking action back then. Not that there, he has a leg to stand on. So many songs are the same title. But why has he waited so long to do something? Yeah, uh, I, I don't understand that. The same title doesn't mean there's a lot of songs that have the same title. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the baby. How many songs are called oh, my baby? Gosh. Let's type in the computer. Yeah, there's just so many songs, and so I don't think you you own that j- jump. I can think of a couple mm-hmm. songs that are titled jump. One. Um, is there more than one song called One? Doesn't, there doesn't probably Ma- is. Metallica have a song called oh, One? Oh, yeah, One. You uh, One? You, oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so you've got that one. Uh, what else? I'm, I'm looking at Money, Beatles, uh, Pink Floyd. They both have songs called Money. So I don't know if you can go just based on yeah. that. That's uh, That seems like it's going to be a tough fight for you, but good luck, Mr. Vince. <laughs> uh, and then finally this morning, sleep is trending. A new study shows that lack of sleep can make other people look less attractive to you. It's almost like the opposite of beer goggles. Not getting enough sleep alters the way we see others and not in a good way. The researchers say that sleep deprivation causes people to spend less time fixating on others' faces, so this in turn has a detrimental effect on the way we perceive others, and that is what's trending. 12 minutes from right now, those tickets for you to go see Panic at the Disco. It is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And Whitney is on the phone. I have high hopes for you, Whitney. You are caller 20. Yeah! Yes! Oh my god, I'm so excited. I always try to win with you guys. I love you guys. Oh, we love you. Thank you for listening and congratulations. Yeah, we have a pair of tickets for you to see Panic at the Disco's Viva Las Vengeance Tour. It's coming to town. It's happening at the T-Mobile Arena October 21st. Tickets aren't even on sale yet, Whitney, and you just won them before you can buy them. Congratulations. Oh my god, thank you so much. You just made my day. Well, Whitney, thank you for listening and we've got your Panic at the Disco ticket it's all week long at 940. And up next, Heather Collins has a pair for you in the 5 o'clock hour. It is Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure you keep it here. J-Love is on the way next with uh, all of your favorite music to get you through your work day. So keep listening for him. More tickets. Your tickets to see Panic at the Disco coming up tomorrow morning. We'll have some more in the 9 o'clock hour along with more Melissa Etheridge tickets, Illuminarium tickets, uh, Panic Room tickets. It's going to be so much fun. Make sure you are listening. And then also tomorrow is Try It Tuesday. And we've got a hot one for you tomorrow. I cannot wait for this. This is going to be fun. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually having uh, some flashbacks. I was going to say, we're doing this again? Yes. This Remember is the last be a one? lot of fun. Oh, boy. It's going to be good. So make sure you're listening for that at 815 right now. It is time for the line of the day. There's a scene in Rocky IV when Rocky cuts Ivan Drago, and you realize that he is human. He's worried. You cut it. You hurt it. You see? You see? He's not a machine. He's a man. I felt like that we had that this morning when Steph beat Mercedes in her warm-up round of beat Mercedes. 
But unlike Drago, Mercedes is a machine. And she came out strong when it counts in the money round. You start now. Got it. Paula Cole, mm-hmm. where have all the cowboys gone? Mercedes, you are correct. Oh. You did that in 1.7 seconds. I, You know, I was going to tell you this earlier, but... Uh, I had a dream that you used that as one of the songs about three weeks ago. Uh-uh. It, it, it was just so weird when I heard it. It was like deja vu. And I realized I dreamt that we were doing that. And that was the song you picked. And it, it was like three weeks ago. It was just so bizarre. I was kind of taken aback by it. That's nuts. I've been waiting to say something. It was just so <laughs> creepy. I was like, what? How did you get in my dream? That's crazy. Mm, Inception. That's how we do yeah. it. And that'll do it for show number 1638 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.